Good morning. I'm Byron Fayette. It is 5 October 2021, and as I read about the liquor shortage in New Jersey and and blame this day's hangover on our Arklatek's lack of a liquor shortage, I note that on this day in history, 1944, the provisional government of the French Republic French fries women. That was something wrong with... Wait, okay. That was supposed to be in franchises. In franchises women. This day, 1947, President Truman makes the first televised Oval Office address to all three American households that owned a television in 1947. Today in 1963, the U.S. takes a stand in Vietnam for the Buddhists against the Catholic majority led by the president of Vietnam with a photo that was broadcast to to more people than Harry Truman ever dreamed of reaching. On the way, Buddhists. Their impact on geopolitics, photography, primetime TV in the 1980s, and, and why the Dalai Lama did not come to my place for a steak dinner in 2006. Now, here in the Arklatex, we do not exactly have a surplusage of Buddhists. Down here, a Buddhist is a wealthy person who got tired of the local Baptist church or Church of Christ hitting him up for heavier and heavier tithes and decided the cheap way out was to leave Protestantism in his wake and and shave his head and don a robe and say he is seeking the middle way of Siddhartha Gautama. Even to this day, in these environs, a fellow talks about the merits of Buddhism, and, and he's assumed by others down here to be a flag-burner, pedophile, necrophiliac, and maybe, yes, worst of all, a Methodist. Back around 1980, there was no television show more popular than Dallas. Lots of people think that that series faltered after it was revealed Who actually shot J.R.? Not the case, I assure you. Patrick Duffy, who played Bobby Ewing, the good guy on that show, he appeared on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson back in that era. During the interview, he mentioned he was a Buddhist. I was watching that night, staying up late, as Grandma Fayette waited for her hair to dry, when poor Patrick Duffy said he was a Buddhist. Grandma said, well, I guess I won't watch Dallas no more. There was a thundering echo that night as around two million other grannies in the region also said, well, I ain't going to watch Dallas no more. It just boomed across the region. I knew from that night that those Buddha people were pedophiles, nudists, Methodists, and worst yet, vegetarians. I left the Arklatex in 1986 around the same time I got my first good pair of shoes. Maybe there's a correlation there. Walked my ass out of there and joined the military, did some time in a lot of Christian and Muslim countries, and saw just how vicious revolutions can be in those countries. Later, I visited a couple of Buddhist enclaves. After a long day on the beach in one particular country, I slept a perfect sleep and awoke to my cell phone ringing. Do people even distinguish these days between cell phones and non-cell phones anymore. Well, it doesn't matter. 
That was about 2008 or 9 or 10, maybe. The caller asked if I was still alive. Why would you think I was dead? Well, caller explained there had been a coup overnight in the country I was staying in, and it was on CNN, MSNBC, even Fox. I walked to the balcony of my room, and I, I saw the coup still taking place. Two different factions were, were throwing their shoes at each other, and I realized that's about as violent as a coup gets in a Buddhist country. Now, I gave a teaser about famous photos, but there were photos of a man in civilian clothes being shot on the streets of Hanoi and a monk lighting himself on fire. Two of the most misunderstood and misused photos in history. The only way to understand the truth is, well, to do your own research, which is far more than most are willing to do these days. But I think some will. Oh, yes, the Dalai Lama. Buddhists can, in fact, eat beef if they are invited. If they are invited to eat beef. I was in a scrum line, that's a reporter term, to interview the Dalai Lama, and I figured, what the heck, I'll invite him over to my place for a steak dinner. If he's invited, he can come. Also in the line was a fellow journalist from, from Oklahoma, where the wind comes blowing down the plains and the people aren't too smart. Uh, he was also a man who did not understand the way of the Buddha. His name, Mr. Ken Weaver. As the Lama approached, Weaver whispered in my ear in that scratchy East Oklahoman voice, pointing at the Dalai Lama, I bet he worships the devil. I was shocked, stunned, and chuckling a bit. And because of that, I never gave the invitation. The Dalai Lama never got his stake. And Ken Weaver went back to Oklahoma to try to hit on my Chinese ex-fiance. I'm Byron Fayette, reminding you to drink at home. It's cheaper, it's safer, and, and if you're engaged to a Buddhist, the worst thing that can happen is being beaten up by a shoe-wielding French-fried Chinese banshee in the morning.